0: Holy hot tamales, welcome to episode 57 of Finding Her. I am your host, Julia Busby, and today I'm going to talk a lot about failure. This is episode 57, moving through failures. How to, exactly. So I'm gonna be talking a lot about failures today, the feeling of failure, what it feels like, what we should be doing, and tips to help us move through those failures. So those failures that I'm talking about, often leave you feeling and thinking negatively about yourself or leaves you stuck in a quicksand pit full of shit i'm sorry but not (laughs) talking about this topic for some may be challenging it may make you feel uncomfortable because whether you agree with me or not no one likes to fail like no one It's quite easier for us to not challenge ourselves by self-sabotaging rather than remaining where we are and really stepping into an unknown place. An unknown place that has an attachment or an idea, really an area that we're entering into where our inner critic and negative beliefs and limiting beliefs reside, right? right at that cusp of where we're about to step into an area that's not comfortable for us, in that area that allows us to grow. So that attachment to those feelings of unworthiness or inner critic tells us in our minds that we're not strong enough. We're not smart enough. People won't understand our vision. No one will buy our product. No one will want to work with us. I can't ask for a raise at my job. It'll just be a waste of time. I can't do it. I'm dumb. I'm just going to stay here in my comfort zone. So today I wanted to unpack why it's so hard and what we can do to help build that relationship with with failure, right? being able to process when it does happen and then being able to put steps in place so we can move forward to grow. So let's think about this. Why is it important to fail? Why is it a good thing to fail? Why is it good to have failure in our lives? So if we break that down, failure allows you to grow and become better at knowing yourself. So really developing that relationship with ourselves. and that's that's really hard, right? A lot of us like to deflect our problems. We don't like to sit in silence with ourselves. It's hard and you don't know where to start. You can always learn from your mistakes, apply changes, create new strategies to achieve those goals, whether that those goals are professionally or personally, right? So CS. Lewis shared that failures are finger posts on the road to achievement. Right. So what I get from that is on your road to achieving and to success, you're always going to be met with resistance. You're always going to be met with challenges and you are going to sometimes succumb to failures. So moving forward on that part, Robert F. Kennedy shared only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. So he's taking that stance of saying you will not be able to, receive and achieve greatly unless you fail epically and greatly right and the last quote I wanted to share is followed by my badass spirit animal Brene Brown I think you all know her she shares failure can become our most powerful path to learning if we're willing to choose courage over comfort so really thinking about that and I want to share with you all courage goes into bravery bravery and courage same thing face challenges so courage and bravery help you face challenges and then accept both wins and failures through that process so today here's my tips to help you move through failures and it's hard and honestly it's good for me to hear this too practice what you preach sister (laughs) so over and over again we get these opportunities in our lives to make changes right and to grow and to apply these changes into our lives allows us to become stronger so then when we face those challenges and when we epically fail we're able to get back up from it so number one the tip for this is accept your feelings that arrive with your failures crashing and burning comes with mental and physical sensations. So that's why I'm talking about, you know, you fall into depression, you maybe have those inner critic overwhelming your um, thought process, and then you start to believe them, right? It may hurt some, yet it is also okay if it hurts like hell, right? Try not to beat yourself up about it. Try to acknowledge your feelings by being in the present with them. The worst thing you can do is pack it up and never process it. Remember, you need to separate yourself from the circumstance, right? You are not a failure. What you did failed. And you'll be able to unpack that and find out why, right? So you need to feel the pain to process it. And that's really hard. And a lot of people don't want to do that. That's why it's easier to pack it up and bury it away and never talk about it again and never say I started with that MLM company or never say I started that podcast. Or I hope that everybody just forgets that I epically failed when I had some sort of vision to create something. (sighs) Feeling equates to beginning stages of healing. And I want you guys to remember that. So number two is really important. We need to learn from the sitch. So thinking about sitting there and and evaluating yourself is beneficial to learning more about yourself and what you can do next time. Just like the million feedback forms we receive after we go to a restaurant, after we go to Target. I call it Target or Target. We go to the Target. Or, you know, we have our Hulu service or somebody comes to service something in our home. And we always get met with a survey because they want feedback. I bet tons of people leave nasty feedbacks, but then the company is willing to change. They're willing to contact you and talk to you about it. They're willing to apply things in areas they never thought about because they're asking the public and other people what their perspective on their service was. All right. So really thinking about that. Feedback is valuable and it increases mindset to look towards improvement. So examples I asked myself before climbing into the backseat of Thelma and Louise's car, right? So here comes my interfere monster, my negativity. I just failed. I'm a loser. I'm dumb. I shouldn't have even tried that. I, I retreat into myself. I try to climb in the car with Thelma and Louise and I travel off the cliff to the land of self-negativity, self-doubt, and self-sabotage, right? And yeah, thought that I would make it this long without throwing in a 1990s reference, friends. Be proud of me. (laughs) All right, so moving forward, when I think about failure and experience, I sit and I think about, and it's hard. Sometimes it takes me a long time to think about this, but during the process and moving forward, I think about these three questions to myself. I learned what from this experience. So really thinking about why I failed, what is it teaching me, and what could I learn from it? Number two, what can I do better next time? Really, if I was to put out a Google form and ask people why my product didn't sell or maybe why all these listeners didn't listen to my podcast... Or why other people felt this way about me. I'd probably get some answers. Hopefully some honest ones. And then the final question. Are there changes I can apply? Can I better prepare next time? Can I build a better strategy? What can I do to change the outcome? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. After you fall straight on your face a gajillion times. Because it happens to all of us. We are able to get up. I picked up my big girl chony's. A handful of times. And when I come to reevaluate the situation and to see what I can do differently, there's so many things that come up when I have a clear mind. When that clarity is present, I can see what I can try next time and then I'll do it again. So really that mindset, looking at your situation with the lens of construct other than negativity, it can be hard, but really that's a way better experience, opportunity, option, to meet, being, to meet your failure without being stuck, right? We want a healthier option. And another word or a term for healthy options is coping skills. So we want to move away from that negative mindset. And I know it's really hard because when we fail, that's the first thing that comes up, right? Negativity, denial, and detachment. We want to stay away from that because we want to move forward. We want to heal and we want to learn. So another area that we can talk about in moving through failures is improving in the area of self-esteem. So this is a big one. I can tell you from many personal experiences, it's easier to acknowledge and move through failure. Easier, right? It's easier for me to get up again and stand tall and say, you know what? I screwed up. I'm going to try again. It's easier for you to stand up and apologize And work forward and and change things in relationships when you have a good self-esteem. And it, it, self-esteem is there and it can fluctuate in your life, right? Depending on how many failures you have, depending on how you process that and how you move forward. Remember that you showed up. You showed up. You have to show up to fail, right? It really takes courage to move into a situation where failure is an option, Work on who you are and separate yourself from the circumstance. So you yourself are not a failure. What you participated in or what you created or what you were doing failed. So I need you to separate that. You are not a loser because you failed. You were strong. You're brave. You're courageous because you tried. You showed up, right? I want you guys to remember that. And you can also... Look back or revisit my episode 30 where my guest and I talked all about rewriting your story. It's never too late to rewrite your story. You can rewrite your story as many times as you want. That's all about that construct, that feedback that personal reflection and that process that will help you identify what your feelings are, it will help you identify what changes you need to do, and it will help you guide you to really meet new goals. My final idea or tip to move through failure is to let it out. Call your bestie. Reach out to a trusted colleague. Vent to your therapist. Talking and discussing about life's fails is beneficial. It allows you the space to empty all your frustrations, pressure, normal feelings that coincide with feeling of failure, or really the experience of failure. This can create a safe space for you that will include hearing another person's perspective. They can also become an inspiring person, as you may learn about their own trials and failures, which will leave you feeling more normal, right? Everybody goes through failures, except... I paused there for a second. I got a drink of coffee. Except a lot of people don't talk about their failures, right? Hey, I had this business and I went bankrupt. Mm, normally people don't talk about that. Normally people don't talk about how they failed because they burned so hard and they took it out on themselves. They forgot to take themselves out of the circumstance, So then they label themselves as a failure instead of the action or the opportunity that they failed at. Two different things. Okay? And really, it's just a hard topic to talk about, right? But if you have somebody that you can meet with and talk to and be your support system... It'll be easier for you to feel normal, easier for you to move forward with your feelings, and then it'll be easier for you to remember that all humans experience failures. But how you deal with them and use them to make changes each time you fall flat on your ass gets you closer to meeting your goals and becoming stronger in self. It's pretty deep, right? I would suggest that we continue to move forward, identify our areas where we can... um, really create or feel good about ourselves. We want to keep being successful. We want to grow, right? I do. So to end the show, please help me spread awareness about normalizing talking about mental health in our communities by sharing this show with one person. Thank you to everyone who has left a review. It's another great way that we can help share the show. And before I go today, I want to tell you that I launched my very first podcasting course last night and I'm super pumped about it. I'll tell you a little bit about it. I created a eight module course that coincides with a community for support. And each module breaks down the system to create and launch and publish a podcast. So I made it easy in video and video and audio tutorial format. Um, easy digestible bite-sized pieces so you can create it on your own. There's going to be a community of aspiring and or seasoned podcasters that are coming into the program. And what's so awesome about it is I will be in there every single week live. And what that means is is I'll be there to support you. I'll be able to answer questions or anything that you might have in real time. So just the power of that. It's so amazing I'm giving $200 off on both payment plans, so we have one payment option, and then we also have a 10-month payment plan. I'm offering $200 off on both of those up until November 1st, which is Sunday at midnight. So if you, have, if you want to learn more about it, because I'm so pumped about it, visit www.juliabusby.com forward slash power. And I will see you next week. Keep shining and be kind to your mind.